Welcome to the Duval Mission Podcast. I'm TJ Campbell, and I'm here with head coach Galloway here. Uh, first episode of 2024, the season is on the horizon. Coach, I just want you to give me kind of a review of how the preseason's going, kind of how things you want to get ready so for far. the 2024 year. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, and welcome, TJ. We're um, you know we're in the practice 12 as of yesterday, which is pretty incredible to think about, and uh, you know really uh, has, have had a lot of fun. Have had a lot of fun with the guys off the field in the film room. Obviously, practice has been intense, but um, you know we we've been able to kind of dive into what we think is the main thing for us, and and, and culturally. Um, how we can continue to put those words into action. So it's been a fun preseason so far. Obviously, there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, thankful that we were able to come back at a time where we had some time together to address some deficiencies and really work on our, our, our strengths and continue to infiltrate Coach JT Giles Harris and Coach Coppins into the staff. And, um, you know, the, the cohesiveness of the group right now has been a joy to watch. So we got a lot of work to do. It's still January lacrosse. It's not perfect, but um, I, I've, I've you know, authentically enjoyed coming into the workplace every day with these guys. And I feel like they have as well. And we've been really mindful of, of their bodies and um, their emotional states and where they are physically and, and, and mentally because it's a long season. So we're trying to be cautious of that, knowing that, you know, we hope to be playing uh, a couple months from now in May. Well, the only way to do that is to make sure we're maximizing our time in January. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you mentioned how the team has, you know, come together uh, during the preseason. What are some, you know, overarching themes about this team and about your program that you guys want to set for the 2024 season? Yeah, you know, we did a staff retreat before the guys came back right after the new year. And, and we really spent a majority of that talking about, you know, what really is important to us and, and maybe stepping away from what we've been used to, what we've always talked about, but understanding the why and maybe what actually meant something to the players. So, um, you know, we, we came up with some offensive and defensive core values that we think are a little bit more specific and measurable on a daily basis. But we also came up with some on the field and off the field, um, tangible and intangible things that we feel like is the main thing for us to keep in mind. And, and at the forefront of our mind, whether it's January preseason or it's May postseason play. And um, you know, those things have allowed us to, I think they just have a due north every time we're making a decision, whether it's practice plan or film, or maybe the, the concept of giving a guy, the guys an extra day off. Um, those things are, are our direction right now. So. Um, but our overarching theme is, is really simple, and it was the same in the fall. We need to start everything we do with, with our hair on fire. We need to compete at a level that we haven't seen before in this program. We have to finish. We have to finish practice. We have to finish film sessions. We have to uh, finish drills. We have to finish a game. Um, but that concept of start, compete, finish has been along with the, the, the whole ride this fall. And you can see it has a, a tangible, lasting effect on our team right now. So. Um, we have some specific things that we're talking about on a daily basis, uh, offensively, defensively as a team. But if I was to give you that overarching theme and say, how do we start today? How do we compete throughout this opportunity? And how do we finish and not looking anywhere past that? Yeah. Um, speaking of starting with your hair on fire, another guy that, you know, is starting the 2024 year with, you know, a lot of accolades, Tucker Garrity, uh, preseason All-America, honorable mention, and preseason All-A-Sun. What kind of makes Tucker Garrity special? What makes him tick? What uh, allows him to be able to, you know, earn all of these accolades in the preseason? Well, first and foremost, is his talent. I think he's, you know, at his position to be recognized by that many folks, especially nationally, it's incredibly difficult. The short six defensive midfield position is arguably the hardest position to measure, but Tucker does it in a way that leaves you emotionally evoked by the way he plays the game. Um, so that's number one. Number two is his growth off the field. You know, Tucker is a guy that from his freshman year to now, 
academically, socially, personally, professionally, athletically, he has grown tenfold. And I think, you know, for us as a staff to think about Tucker Garrity kind of being the face of our program right now, the captain of our program, the only person in our conference to be nominated to the All-American on any team, uh, to be the only guy on our team represented on the All-A-Sun team. It's a big deal. It's a big deal because of his growth. And it shows a lot of our young guys what it should look like. The development from freshman year to fifth year senior, um, the way that he's carrying himself in the practice field, the level of compete. When you talk about a guy that competes at a high level on a daily basis, I mean, that guy's looking for a fight every, every turn he takes. And, you know, ultimately he's a guy you want in your foxhole. So really proud of him. I think there's some guys that have a chip on their shoulder because they were not recognized and that's good. Uh, and then there's guys like that who have put in a lot of blood, sweat and tears into this program and are being recognized for the first time. And it really, it, uh, you know, kind of an unsung hero position at the D-Medi position. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like when there's, you know, when teams come together, you know, they're just itching to get ready. They're itching to go. How do you, you know, this fall, like, how do you keep them, you know, focused on the program, focused on getting better instead of, like, looking ahead towards, you know, the games that are coming up in the spring? How is how is your fall, first of all, and, and how do you keep guys, you know, locked in? Yeah, I think that's a mistake that we've made in the past. And, you know, one of our main things, one of our, you know, team core values right now is be where your feet are. And that that is so important for us as a team, especially, especially in the spring. In the fall, it's easy because there's not a game on the calendar around the corner. There's not a game that calendar year that you have to look forward to. In the spring, it, it can become a little bit more challenging because you know that there is a scoreboard that's going to be turned on on February 10th. But we can't do anything about that game if we don't take care of our business today. And the message has been so loud and clear to our guys that we need to win our lifts. We need to win our recovery days. We need to win our, uh, our speed sessions. We need to win our individual drills. And one of our other main things is win your matchup. And that matchup might be with yourself, you know, to wake up on time, to get your homework done so it's not a stressor for you that afternoon. But we, we get so caught up with when's our first game, when's that first ACC opponent, when's that first ASUN game, when's that, when's that ASUN tournament. That stuff is not in our control. And we as a program have taken a step back and said, how can we reflect on the mistakes we've made in the past and be able to put our guys in a better position so when those lights are on that day, whenever that day comes, we have won so many times leading up to that moment that it isn't as big as maybe we've built it up. It definitely seems and yeah. feels like an exciting time, you know, just being at practice. It felt like the, the guys were fired up to be out there. They're ready to play. Um, a lot of events coming up, exciting events. We have the Max Hartong 5K on Saturday, this Saturday. Um, and then after that, we have Tampa is coming to town for a scrimmage on February 3rd. Talk about those events um, and just, you know, how important they are for the team and, you know, for the community overall. Yeah, and an effort to, you know, again, be where our feet are. Our, our excitement this week is, is obviously to honor Max and, and the second annual Max Hartong 5K. And uh, credit to, uh, you know, so many people behind the scenes that have put that event together to make sure that Max's memory lives far beyond, you know, uh, just what happened last year, far beyond my time here, far beyond our players' time here. And Max's jersey hangs up in our facility for a reason. So every day our guys walk in, one of the things that, it, again, is at the forefront of what we're talking about this, this spring is to be humble and grateful for the chance that we have. Uh, we had Jeremy Winston come and speak to our team the other day, and I think guys see uh, some of our most recent alums and then hear the story about a guy like Max. And, you know, we're going to cancel practice on Saturday because this is more important. This is more important than lacrosse. It, it, it's it's more important than this team. It's, it's bigger. It, it represents our program. 
uh, to be there for his family, uh, to be there for his friends, his teammates. Uh, Max was a captain for us in 2018. And um, again, his impact still lives in this program. So for us on Saturday to put our sticks away and go do this probably means more than, uh, definitely means more than anything we can do on the practice field. Um, so it's going to be an exciting opportunity. It's also a celebration of life, a celebration of his life, uh, a celebration of what we get to do on a daily basis. Um, women's lacrosse is, is going to be out there supporting with us. Uh, I can't tell you how many coaches have asked me about it. So I'm thankful that you know this this event is is already taking on a life of its own, uh, and we're going to have a chance to honor him this this coming Saturday with some alums coming back, and obviously this this year's team. Yeah, absolutely, a, a special event every year. Um, and, you know, it's just really great that you guys can honor him in that way. Um, the Tampa scrimmage, we'll wrap it up with that. This will be my last question, I guess. Um, Tampa's coming in February 3rd. What are our goals for that scrimmage? You know, I know that it's a scrimmage, so the win-loss record doesn't count, but, you know, in your heart and, you know, development-wise, it does matter a lot. What, what are you guys looking forward to about that? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's funny. It's 11 days away, and the, and the way that I keep framing it is we have 11 more chances to win something before that game. And, and, and ultimately, if we do that, if we can go 11-0, man, that's going to be a fun opportunity for us to showcase what we've been doing. And really, that's what it is. It's our first chance to showcase, okay, this is what this team has become. And this is the last time that people got to watch us in a competitive environment against Carolina. You know, there's, there was a lot of growth. There was a lot of mistakes made. There was a lot of... Um, growth amongst the coaching staff to say, hey, this works, this doesn't work. And we address, I think, so, a lot of our issues. So it's going to be a measuring stick for us where we are against one of the top Division II teams in the nation, a team that just won a national championship two years ago, to be able to do it on our field. It's the it's the the next time we're going to be home is, is until February 27th. So our chance to be able to do it on our field where we work and play every day. Um, and, and ultimately, it's you know it comes back to winning your matchup. Uh, and again, it's, it's going to stay at the forefront of our minds is, you know, yeah, it's not going to go in the win-loss column, but you know if you won or not. And, and that's going to mean something to us because if, if we're measuring our competitive fire, well, that, that day it's going to be measured on the scoreboard. And uh, I know our guys are excited about that chance and excited to, to showcase their stuff individually and then collectively as a unit. Yeah, a lot of excitement building in this building and, you know, just across the campus, uh, you know, February 3rd. The guys will be very excited to see another color on the other side of the field, I'm sure. We're excited to be back. We're excited to be back. Um, that'll do it for the first episode of the 2024 of the Duval Mission Podcast. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the podcast.